Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Bog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Alyssa Antonelli, and welcome to the final episode of 2023. This is our last podcast episode of the year, hopefully many more episodes in the future, and lots of fun episodes to come in 2024. However, we're extremely thankful for every single one of you who has listened and watched our episodes throughout this year. It's been a fantastic year of podcast episodes. We've released new episodes every Friday and will continue to do so going forward. But first, before we get into all the fun stuff we're talking about today, which, by the way, we are recapping the 2023 year of Disney Parks news uh, from Disneyland to the Cruise Line and Walt Disney World um, and some more stuff as well. And then also in the second half of our show, we're discussing what to be excited for in 2024 because 2024 is looking to be a very big year at the Disney Parks and Disney Cruise Line. So before we jump into all that, Alyssa, how are you doing? Did you have a good holidays season? And also, on top of that, um, are you excited for a new year? I know it's it's that time of year. Everybody's like, you know, I got to make my New Year's resolutions. Some of them last three days. Some of them this? last three How months. We're not doing I'm, resolutions. Uh, yeah, I'm putting you on the hot seat here. <laughs> I don't know if I have my resolutions made. Well, first and foremost, I want to say, Jared, it has been beyond a pleasure and a privilege to work with you on the podcast this year. I don't think I was with you for a full year, no. um, but you graciously welcomed me onto the podcast and it's been nothing short of fun and magical. So I want to say thank you for allowing me to co-host with you and be your co-pilot. Um, I also want to real quickly say thank you to all our viewers and listeners because we, w- we can't do this without them. I mean, yeah. what's up, you know, otherwise it's you and I might as well just be on the phone talking about I, Disney. I know. Which, which we do awesome. sometimes. We do sometimes. We but... do. And that's <laughs> fine, but we want to share that. So I want to say yeah. thank you to our viewers and listeners who have just been amazing and just let us have fun and share our love of Disney. So I want to say that Um, our holidays were beautiful. We were with family. Uh, We shared some magical moments, um, both, you know, in the parks and at home. Um, I will say, I just, I look back on 2023 with complete blessings and gratitude. And I am, beyond excited about what 2024 is going to bring to Mickey Travels, Mickey Blog, the podcast, our viewers and listeners. So that was really long-winded, but all good. I'm super excited to be here. No, it's that time of year, um, you know, beyond Thanksgiving and Christmas and everything and, and all the holidays. Uh, but once you get towards the end of any year, you do a lot of reflecting. Um, we're going to mm-hmm. do it uh, with park stuff today for the actual topic. But in general, you do a lot of reflection and what you're grateful for and what went well. And uh, obviously share the exact same sentiment towards you about, you know, being able to host this show alongside you. It's been a lot of fun. Um, this year's been a wild ride for sure, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. And, and hosting this show with Alyssa has been always, always a bright spot of my week. Um, it never feels like work, to be honest with you. Um, it feels like, you know, talking Disney with, uh, you know, someone as close to me as family. So it's, it's very fortunate. And, and I know 
we're very blessed to do this and we're very thankful um for all of you guys for tuning in from uh you know over 30 apple podcast five star reviews not a single review that's not five stars to the constant oh. messages and comments and even some of you who i've seen <laughs> i do anyone who's listening uh, like i'm trying to make a heart and i i just fail but that's a heart but that's you. a heart okay that's um, great jared i didn't know that that's yeah that's it's, like it's that's wonderful. touching it wow. is. It's a, a lot of people really love the show and I'm very grateful for that because, you know, honestly, when, when I first started this podcast, I, I hoped I'd get like a few listeners, you know, but we've had tens of thousands of people who tune into this show. Yeah, and we need beyond like so your mom lucky. and a couple Mickey blog people. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, really oh, my mom. Listeners, relatives <laughs> and like thanks yeah. mom for listening. <laughs> when I say tens of thousands of listeners, it's mostly just my mom listening tens of thousands of times over and over and, that's good but Yay, but mom. still regardless uh no Thanks, i'm mom. very grateful <laughs> and the last thing i'll say to the to the several of you i've actually seen in the parks who've come up and said that you enjoy the show very grateful for those interactions um you know i appreciate when people show love to us and and people have really come to know and love mickey blog more and more this year and and i'm obviously very grateful for that we just hit thirty thousand instagram followers very grateful for that we hit 200,000 Facebook page likes on our Mickey travels page. We hit, you know, 300,000 Facebook likes on our Facebook page. Uh, lots of great milestone, 30,000 TikTok followers. So Mickey blog grew a lot in 2023 and I cannot wait to see where it goes in 2024 that it's, you know, the sky's the limit. So let's Can I say, Jared, real quick before we yeah. jump in, let's make a resolution together. Okay. okay. For this podcast. For Mickey blog, for Mickey travels, let's let's lump it all together real quick. And I know that's kind of hard to lump, but we're lumping. We're and lumping. I think, I'll, and tell me, I don't want to speak for you, but you can certainly tell me if you think I'm crazy. I would like our resolution for going into 2024 to continue to have fun, continue to share the magic, and be even better, and and you know have more exciting guests, um, help more families get to Disney destinations, share more information, always positive on the blog, all that stuff. Let's even elevate it to the next level in 2024. That's, that's my resolution. I, I said our, our resolution. Are you on board with that? You know, first of all, big assumption just lumping me in like that i loved Jared. my I resolution was to be now. more we're negative that, that <laughs> aren't we there that yeah i, can I, I guess so yeah i would say uh but yeah i mean i my resolution was gonna be be more negative be worse <laughs> but i guess i'll switch it Maybe up do one podcast uh, <laughs> every three weeks every yeah. three months yeah mm -hmm. yeah be grumpy all the time <laughs> never be upbeat no uh no, I'm I'm uh, I'm fully on board with that. I mean, you know, part of the best parts of this job really um, is spreading joy. Um, it's not it's not hard to do that when you're talking Disney or filming Disney or taking photos of Disney. Like, you know, uh, you know, working as a part of the Mickey Blog social media team. One of my favorite parts of that side of the business is posting videos and photos and seeing people comment down below and being like this video made me smile or this yeah. this made my day you know and and people do the same thing you know i've seen reviews on our podcast where people say oh my gosh this brightened my 
bright in my bright in my Jared, week. Can I ask you, you know, do super you, great. Do you ever that. see whether it be the podcast or Mickey blog where people will say, and you see the comments, I I honestly mm-hmm. don't. I know that when Greg has gone live in the past and he, he tries mm-hmm. to, I know he's not going as often, but we're going to, that's another resolution. We're going to go live more in 2024. But I want to ask you, Jared, do you, I know Greg used to get this where people would say, I'm just going through a rough patch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm having a bad week. Um, you know, things are going on personally and this helped me through it. This yeah. brought light to a dark place I'm in. Do you, do you see that Jared? Yeah. And honestly, I, I see that often. I, I've gotten comments from people saying, uh, I lost a family member this week mm-hmm. and this video cheered me up. I was having mm-hmm. a really hard day and this made me smile. You know, that, that always makes me smile, to be honest, it always brings joy to me um, because life is, life is hard. It's, it's, and people go through things every single day. And the cool thing about Disney is it's meant to be that sort of escape, right? And it's meant to be this place, anybody, uh, to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Like that's the point is everybody from all walks of life can come to a place together and be happy. I would implore people, okay, if you're coming to Disney World 2024, this is the last thing I'll say about this before we get to the actual uh, episode. Um, sorry for our 10 minutes of gushing over our fans and followers. We just love you guys. But We're, we're, being, um, we're being vulnerable. We're That's being good. vulnerable. Um, yes. I, and Alyssa, I want you to try this too. Um, I want everybody listening, watching, when you come to Walt Disney World in 2024, the next time you're in the Magic Kingdom, do me a favor. Walk down. Main Street, USA, pause somewhere about midway down Main Street. Take five minutes and just look around because you will not find a place, in my opinion, with more smiles happening around you simultaneously on the planet. And I think that's very special. That's why I love what I do. That's why we love covering what we do. Um, and it's it's absolutely easy is what i'm going to say to generate smiles when we have this disney thing here so i will not be taking too much credit for you know when people say those comments oh thank you for making me smile sure we're there we took the video we we posted it that's great but it's disney doing all the heavy lifting that's the ones they're the ones generating the smiles we're just facilitating and uh yeah i think it's i think it's wonderful and to, those amazing to, agents at mickey travels are helping to get those families to that middle of main street and look around and be a part of those smiles and the laughter and more than anything i think in a world and i know i'm going off i miss whole Jared, this whole episode could just be about this. I mean, (laughs) but it's not. I will say this, to be, you know, in a world that we live in today, spending time together with people you love, we don't have enough of it. Everyone's running and everyone has schedules and you're on a time clock. But when you're at Disney, you can sort of, you really can just enjoy each other. And I'm so grateful on the Mickey Travels side that we get to bring those families together for the, to make those memories and find magic together. And I hope we can do more and more of that going into the new year. Yeah, no, I, I completely, completely agree. Um, uh, let's, let's jump into today's episode because 
that was a nice 12 minute uh side side conversation uh we hope you, we hope you guys are on the same page though because we just wanted to say a few words as a thank you to everybody who supports us but um to sort of summarize our thoughts and feelings as we wrap up this year and head into a brand new year um Perfect. hopefully that will be very exciting so uh, as promised, the first half of this episode, we're going to discuss 2023 and everything that really, everything big at least, that happened on the park side of the coin. We will not be discussing the movies, the business, the streaming service, that side of the business and Disney in general. We're not going to be discussing. However, if you want to hear more about 2024 and what to look forward to with the movies, with the streaming service, with the business, all that sorts of things like that, uh, head over to our 2024 podcast episode with David Mumpower, where him and I discuss all that. Uh, so today, let's 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 uh, let's take a walk down memory lane together, Alyssa, because you and I experienced basically almost every single one of these together, whether it was in person or just in the thick of covering it all, because as we know, on those busy days at the blog and the agency and everything, it's okay, we got to get this up. We got to get this up. Did you post this yet? You know, it, it happens quick. And we had a lot of those days this year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run you through basically from the beginning of the year through the end of the year and all the things that came to the Disney parks, all the things that dropped some other stories as well. But, you know, one thing I wanted to touch upon before I jump into this is there's a lot of discussion these days, okay, about how, you know, I'm not even going to name names, but how certain competitors people think are doing better than Disney and at building things or building fast and and uh, Disney's taking too long or Disney needs to open up more attractions or Disney needs to stop saying this might be coming and things like that. Let me just remind everybody, okay, and I'm not trying to sit here and be some huge, huge Disney Parks defender. I just want to remind everybody of something real quick. Uh, in the last five years, these are some of the things that have opened up, okay? We had Toy Story Land that came in 2018. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened in 2019. Minnie's Runaway Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway came in 2020. The Hollywood Studios launch of the Galactic Star Cruiser, of course, came. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure opened up in 2021. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in 2022. The opening of Disney's Riviera Resort and the new Skyliner route in 2019. And the park's 50th celebration, as well as Disney's 100th celebration. As well, on top of all this, is multiple new things that came to Epcot specifically. These are all not just small things, many of them major things, and that's before I've even talked about 2023 specifically. So just a friendly reminder that it's easy for us to go down the rabbit hole of like, ooh, I want a new attraction or I want one of these, but some major, major things have all opened up for people in the last five years. And a reminder to all of us that not everybody gets to go to the parks all the time like locals do, or, or those fortunate to travel to Disney once or twice a year, some people can only afford to do it once every few years. And so they're seeing all these new things for the first time, um, new things that are a few years old to you, but brand new to them. So I just want to sort of mention that real quick, because I feel like sometimes Disney... Disney fans get a little bit drawn too much down to the negative side of things. And I want to remind everybody that it's not all doom and gloom as we like to make it out to be sometimes. Uh, not to be Mr. Positivity, but 
as you as we try to say mickey blog we try to be mostly positive with things so uh forgive us for that but uh let's jump into january moving moving the clock back january 2023 of course festival of the arts began once again but the walt disney world railroad officially returned it's scheduled basically opened the last week of 2022 and became full-time back up and running again in the beginning of 2023 um very exciting stuff because the railroad had been gone for five years, uh, had been completely shut down. And this was also exciting for us, Alyssa, because it marked, oh, wow, Tron is coming soon, you know, because the biggest part of the railroad, the reason the railroad was never open is it was waiting for that Tron construction, uh, which we monitored basically every single day on the People Mover, uh, endlessly going around and around on the People Mover getting construction photos. But but yeah, uh, so uh, I know you- How many you... times did you ride People Mover in the months leading up to Tron's opening? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. To be honest with you, I rem- as a kid, I, my family, we were always into thrill rides. So I never got like heavily into things like People Mover or the slower rides that people have love for. Did you make up um, for that? I think I made up for it a little bit. I I went around and around on that ride so many times. <laughs> I had the narration memorized, and then of course they changed the narration, and now I got the new narration memorized. It's it's really incredible. So as we conclude the whole railroad talk, uh, anything specific that comes to mind with that whole storyline? Obviously exciting for lots of fans who love the Walt Disney World Railroad, Alyssa. But, um, you know, and also exciting for those of us who were tracking Tron because we knew that was coming just a few months later, which we'll get to here shortly. I mean, for me, I have to say two things come to mind when it comes to the railroad coming back. You know, that was that's Walt, right? Walt was the railroad guy. Um, So I felt like it brought Walt back to the park. Um, I also just love hearing the, the, the whistle. I love hearing the train whistle. It's sort of like when you know, the, um, the, the riverboat isn't when it's under refurbishment, you don't hear the riverboat whistle. I love hearing those sounds. Cause I just feel like those are sounds of magic kingdom. So yeah. having those back is, you know, that I, having the railroad back, I think was significant beyond the transportation aspect of it or just the, you know, I think it's just, it means so much. It's such a huge part of, Disneyland that was brought to Disney World. Yeah, I got to agree. I I will say that hearing that whistle and, you know, seeing the train come in even at the especially at the the front entrance at the, you know, Main Street USA station, it really like sort of is the kind of epitome of walking into Magic Kingdom. It really like brings in all that sort of extra atmosphere. But but kind of like I was saying earlier too, it it sort of was a huge marking point for us recognizing that we were in fact close to the opening of Tron, um, which is something I'll discuss here shortly. Uh, but another thing, as I was getting into a little bit um, with uh, with March twenty twenty three. It saw the opening of Toontown, which opened up in Disneyland Resort, and then Roundup Rodeo Barbecue opened on March 23rd of this year. Um, and what was cool about that was uh, Alyssa, Greg, myself, and Miranda, uh, one of our YouTube stars here at Mickey Blog, uh, the four of us were actually the first guests into that entire restaurant. We waited first. there. The first reservation, first, first people there. Uh, very exciting. Uh, it was cool to walk in and, uh, you know, a lot of celebrating 
Um, so yeah, those two were pretty big major uh, milestones, Alyssa. The first being Runaway Railway making its way out to Disneyland and the opening of Toontown or the you know reimagining of Toontown out in Disneyland. Very exciting for um, you know fans and and uh, lovers of Toontown, but also Runaway Railway was really loved. Uh, the new version and the Disneyland version. Um, the queue is spectacular. Um, obviously the same attraction, but it didn't really lose anything and it gained an elite attraction, which I always love seeing that at the Disney parks because oftentimes when we gain a new attraction, we lose a new, we lose an old attraction in the process, which is kind of hard for people because people are like excited, but they're also sad that they lost some along the way. So I also have to say, um, the runaway railway out in Disneyland is so perfectly set in Toontown. It is. It makes so much sense there. It literally, it's the perfect home. And I'm not saying that the Chinese theater where we have ours in Disney World isn't, except they took away the great movie ride, which by the way, we're not discussing today. So anyway, moving on. (laughs) Well, you know, I agree. We're totally not discussing. Don't do it. Um, No. So here's here's the interesting thing about all that, Um, you know, with with the not just the queue of Runaway Railway, but the actual uh, exterior, the brightness of the building, the colors, I think it fits so perfectly in Toontown. And it's hard not to compare it to Walt Disney World, right? Because you're immediately thinking like, okay, how did how do they get that great of a queue and a great of a everything? But, you know, um, that's a different topic, and we won't go down the rabbit hole, as Alyssa just said, about the Chinese theater. Regardless, it was exciting for Disneyland. I know people love that attraction. And it's always nice when uh, a park or a land or anything gets an attraction without losing something. Um, And then moving over to Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, Alyssa, um, obviously a very fun and unique restaurant. Um, I really enjoyed that entire experience. I think it's great, especially for the price point. Um, And I think it was something that, frankly, Hollywood Studios needed, which is another, you know, dining experience and dining location. Um, You know, not spectacular food by any means, but uh, very good sides. I will tell you, we actually reviewed the entire restaurant on the Mickey Bog YouTube uh, channel. Uh, Miranda and I did an entire review, so you can go check that out. Uh, sorry for mentioning the biscuits 500 times in that video. I just really like the biscuits, but <laughs> I also really love the extravagant and super unnecessarily large pencils to sign your checks over there, uh, which, you know, didn't last very long, unfortunately, <laughs> but either way. I have to say, um, you know, Toy Story is it's just a beloved IP of Disney's, right? We, we know that it's a whole land. Um, and Woody's lunchbox is great and all, but you know, it's nice having a sit down there. Um, I do agree with you. I think it was needed. Um, I think it's unique. Again, is it the best food we've ever eaten? No, but there was some good, there was some good food. Um, and it just sort of, sort of, it's really super fun. I will say the way they themed that restaurant was amazing. Um, they did literally the ceiling, the, 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 the tables, the chairs, the walls, um, everything was very much Disney-fied and detailed. So, um, if you haven't gone, 2024 is your time to go see the, um, the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I mean, I think it's one of my also favorite parts about the uh, the restaurant is, of course, when you hear, oh, Andy's coming, and everybody in the entire restaurant, the staff, uh, they completely freeze, uh, which is so fun. It's great for the kids. As we're, as Alyssa was alluding to, you know, Toy Story Land is such a beloved IP. Um, it's actually Pixar and Disney's most successful um, franchise when it comes to money made at the box office. So, you know, it's no wonder they got a land. It's no wonder they got a new restaurant like this. Um, and I, I think it was a great new addition to Toy Story Land. And and again, another thing we gained at Hollywood Studios and at a park that didn't really cause us to lose anything, which I always take as a win. So um, well continuing done, on. Yeah, I agree. Continuing on over to April. April 3rd marked the return of Happily Ever After, which lots of fans were very excited Huge. about, of course. Uh, April 4th marked the opening of Tron, and then April 22nd marked 25 years of Animal Kingdom, which also debuted the Moana meet and greet over at Animal Kingdom. So a few big ones in April of 2023. Um, obviously, Happily Ever After is such a beloved fireworks show, and people were so excited to have it back. Uh, it did come with new projections up and down Main Street USA, so that was kind of a cool addition to it. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I was obviously a huge, huge fan, um, of that announcement. I think it was a very simple one for them to announce and it was still such a winner. So very, very happy that that all, uh, that that returned specifically. And then of course we absolutely have to talk about, um, Tron because, uh, Tron came, you know, uh, you know, Tron, Tron came here and, uh, and Alyssa and I rode, uh, we were uh, able to join for a cast member preview, which was wonderful, and um, we we loved it. And I'm personally a huge fan of that attraction. I think it's exactly what Magic Kingdom needed. And um, yeah, so another couple of huge wins that month. That was fun writing that with you, Jared. And um, <laughs> just so everyone knows, um, I do have some blackmail photos. Um, <laughs> so that when Jared and I wrote it, um, you know, he took his hat off. Because obviously that would have blown away. And when yeah. we finished, uh, he was right next to me because we were side by side. And I took a picture of his windblown hair, and it was it was pretty it was pretty it was a lot. It and, was a um, lot. So anybody who would like to pay me to see those photos, um, I you know um, I have them. Call me. Text yeah. me. Yeah, reach out to Alyssa okay. in case you ever need to blackmail Jerry. Maybe we'll do, an, maybe we'll do um, an article on it. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, it was a lot of fun. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, and it was a long time coming. Um, Magic Kingdom needed another thrill ride. Agreed. That's kind of where I was at. That's where what I was mentioning too. I, I just feel like Magic Kingdom really, really needed that exact attraction. And on top of it, it was just such a great fit for you know, that section of the park, obviously mm -hmm. Tomorrowland and, and the theming was so great. The one of the coolest parts and it didn't about take away. it really didn't. And on top of that, what's cool about it is it's so visually stunning, you know, especially at nighttime, right? You know, going over there at nighttime, even if you're not riding it and just watching it go by, and especially when the fireworks are going, it's really spectacular. It's hard not to enjoy it. And I was very happy to see that that uh, see that finally open. I know there was lots of talk. Oh, well, it got announced in 2017 and six years and all that. Well, regardless, it opened. It's here. 
and uh, very happy that it is. Um, on top of that, of course, we did celebrate 25 years of Animal Kingdom and, of course, had the Moana meet and greet that occurred over there as well. Moana is such a popular character. Love to see her meeting and greeting. Um, she's also now meeting and greeting over at Epcot, but we'll get to that here shortly, too, as we continue through our recap. Um, once we hit the summer, that brought us things like San Francisco, uh, of course, the new themed area out in Disney's California Adventure. Um, Splash Mountain did close out in Disneyland, which is exciting for 2024 as we talk about Tiana's, but we'll get to that later on in the episode. Um, September 10th and September 15th, September 22nd marked quite a few big things that came over here to Walt Disney World, including the Figment meet and greet, the Mirabelle meet and greet, the parking lot trams returning, and the Disney 100 celebration over at Epcot as well, um, which was very exciting. Alyssa and I were actually together that day over at Epcot for the official Disney 100 celebration. So lots of exciting things. And the Figment meet and greet was sort of a long time coming because people loved that character. And it's great to see him, you know, getting more love and getting more attention over at Epcot. Um, and of course, Mirabelle, um, you know, Encanto became such a smash hit success for Disney, especially on Disney Plus. So um, it, it's really a no brainer to have Mirabelle in Magic Kingdom. And hopefully uh, it's not the last we see of her in the Encanto gang. Uh, we also saw Bruno make his way over to the Calvacade, the Magic Kingdom as well. So lots of exciting things in September specifically, Alyssa. I have to say, you know, when you mention a little bit back in the podcast how you know there's sort of like well other you know places down the road might be going quickly and doing this and that you know the things you mentioned were not small additions to yeah. to Walt Disney World and Disneyland I mean these were yeah. big big additions um very well done um and I know we're not even done because we're not even through the rest of 2023 but you know, yep. sip, just, you know, as you, you know, if you listen to this again, this podcast, you know, kind of take in all the things that you mentioned and they're not small things. They're all really big within a year's time. Yeah, no, I so, mean, that's so, you know, great job, Disney. Yeah, I mean, I look, I completely agree. I think this is a this is an extremely good example of how much Disney fans tend to have short-term memory, is what I like to call it. A bunch of Dories out there. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, we, we all, we've all been guilty of this. But we're here to remind you of all the exciting things that did, in fact, happen this year. And sort of remind you that, um, you know, you don't have to just be excited about these things for a few weeks, you know, like these, these rides, these attractions, these fireworks shows, these, all these things that opened, they, they didn't just, you know, take a few weeks to open up, you know, some of them took years to put together. So you're allowed to celebrate it for years after the fact. I am still super excited and really in love with the Ratatouille section of France. Every time I walk in there, I love it. That opened two years ago. I don't care. I still love it now. You know, it's, it's all right, you know, so just, just friendly reminders for you. Um, last few before we wrap up the 2023 real main recap and, and switch over to the second half of the episode, um, did want to mention the opening of Journey of Water, uh, which happened on October 16th over in Epcot. Very exciting, of course, seeing that come to fruition and, and officially, you know, open up 
um, November of 2023 brought us the debut of Jollywood Nights, which we did cover not only on the blog, but have entire episodes on Jollywood Nights if you want to hear more about that. Uh, and the Hatbox Ghost finally made its debut in Walt Disney World. When they said it was debuting in November, they were not lying, but they were saving it for the very last day of November um, when it did debut officially in Walt Disney World. Um, and for December, I wanted to mention December 5th, bringing us Luminous in the Gardens, uh, debuting in Epcot, um, and as well, a brief mention of, you know, the Frozen Land, which uh, debuted in Hong Kong in the International Park uh, in uh, November as well. So, you know, and when you mentioned the things. gardens, Jared, we can't forget Walt the Dreamer statue. I know that that's obviously such an iconic and and new photo op experience over at Epcot. But beyond that, uh, the gardens was a great example of fans overreacting prematurely um because i went on social media and all day the day that the gardens debuted people were like oh we just got we just got some benches and some gardens like why did we wait this long and let me tell you Alyssa, the reactions when it turned to nighttime and the ground started lighting up and you had a it's completely different vibe and it's connected to spaceship earth i mean everybody was like i take it back it's so gorgeous yeah, I mean, you know, I, think I have it's to great. tell you that, Jared, I I had to get my bearings because when I went over there on just you know December fifth for the first night of Luminous, I was like, okay, I'm used to a wall being right to my right as I'm coming out of you know connections <laughs> or creations. It, it kind of like helped guide you, and the walls were down, and then you kind of had to kind of get your bearings where you were because yeah. that whole area of Epcot has been walled up for. A very, very long time. I know Communicore Hall is still under construction. So we're, I'm excited about that. Um, you know, as far as what when that comes down, Epcot mm-hmm. is going to be open. Yeah, no. And I'm and, excited about that. And absolutely. And uh, before we switch over to the second half of the show, um, general thoughts on Luminous um, and, and that debut. Um, so... Just a couple quick things, not to belabor. Um, I love Illuminations. I'm really sad that that's gone. Um, so nothing's quite Illuminations in my mind. However, mm. um, I have to say, I also thought Epcot Forever was a nice uh, go-between. Um, anytime Walt talks, I listen. So mm. I, and, and I will tell you, Epcot, I don't know, I didn't answer your question yet, but I'm getting there. Epcot Forever, I also loved was old school Epcot. Yeah. All those old attractions. So love, love, love. Um, so I have to say we saw Luminous. Um, and I thought there were, I thought the music was beautiful. Um, I think they brought in some new pyro firework techniques that I haven't seen before. Um, I think what's great about luminous is there's a lot going on in the water and a lot going on in the sky um mm-hmm. i was a fan i've only seen it once um is it is it illuminations um no but that's okay because a lot of people feel that way about when wishes went away right you have your favorites um but i thought they did a beautiful job a great job with luminous and i'm excited to go see it again 
Yeah, I I agree. I have seen Luminous now and I I really enjoy it. I think the music is fantastic and they did a great job with the story. Um the fountains on the actual, you know, new barges look fantastic comparatively. The lighting is really cool. Um I think it's going to really please the general audience and you know and the barges don't stay in the water all day exactly uh but more than anything to be honest with you Alyssa, here's something that happens with every single fireworks show that has ever occurred in the history of walt disney world um i've seen this in real time by the way uh and i know you have um a new fireworks show debuts and people immediately hate on it because it's replacing a fireworks show that they grew up with and then 10 years from now, another fireworks show will debut and they'll be mad because they just took away that fireworks show that another group of generation mm-hmm. grew up with, you know, like, and, and I think, again, I tell this on this podcast often to take your nostalgia glasses off every once in a while, because I grew up with illuminations and wishes. I love those two. And I still, frankly, think they're the best, but is it just the best, like, because they are the best or is it just because i have all these fond memories you know watching wishes with my family as a kid and growing up and being a kid at disney world and going and seeing these shows who could say right the nostalgia is heavy and people have those emotional attachments to specific fireworks shows so before everybody starts freaking out about luminous give it some time watch it more than once and i promise you in 15 years Whenever they announce the next fireworks show, you'll have a whole nother generation of people who are like, oh, I grew up with Luminous. I love Luminous. So that's just the way it works. And I think that happens often in the theme park communities because people get very emotionally attached to attractions, to lands, to fireworks shows. It's just what happens, right? And, and that's a great thing, in my opinion, because you care and you love this all. It's okay. But I I would just say if anybody's watched it and been like, oh, I hate it, like, give it some time, okay? Like, what? Give it a fair shot, um, and uh, and you never know, you you might get really attached to it. I didn't love Happily Ever After at first, and now I really enjoy it. But I didn't love it at first. I'll be honest with you. So things can grow on you. That's that's the end of my little side rant. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, let's take our mid episode break before we switch over to the second half of the episode and discuss the 2024 happenings and what to be excited for in the new year, which is several, several things to discuss. Before I do, I want to mention that this episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. And Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney and their services are always 100% free. Reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at mickeytravels.com. That's mickeytravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Now, it's specifically important to mention Mickey Travels on an episode like this because we're about to talk about 2024 and all the exciting things that are coming your way at Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Walt Disney World, Adventures by Disney, all these Disney destinations, and Mickey Travels specifically can book all of them and at zero additional cost to you. It's completely free to you to use a Mickey Travels agent and have them help plan and book your Disney vacation um, or your Disney cruise or anywhere, or even a trip to Disney Olani, um, which we'll mention as well. These are all so amazing and in their own unique ways, and Mickey Travels can help you know, book those trips for you. So just a, just a friendly reminder, as we always like to, like to discuss here on the, on the episodes. Um, switching over to 2024, Alyssa, 
there's quite a few things that will be coming our way, not just at Walt Disney World, but Disneyland as well. Disney Cruise Line is debuting a new ship and new island destination port uh, in 2024. So really a big year for Disney Cruise Line, more than I would argue, uh, even more so than the parks. Um, so, you know, before we jump into the parks, let's start there. Let's start with the Disney Treasure. Um, which, of course, is making its maiden and debut voyage in December of 2024. But we're also getting the debut of, you know, the Lighthouse Point new port that is coming to the Bahamas, um, you know, and that's super, super exciting as well. So what what are your general thoughts on these two exciting, exciting new stories to, to look forward to in 2024? Of course, Lighthouse Point coming in June. Um, and then we are having uh, the debut of the new ship in December. I, I mean, beyond excited. Um, I'm excited for the treasure. It's a sister ship of the wish. So anyone who's been on the wish and loves it, it's going to have an identical, you know, um, fl like floor plan look. It's just going to have different theming. Super excited um, about the treasure. And um, there's no doubt that Mickey blog, Mickey travels will be one of the first to bring everybody all the details. So cannot wait for the newest ship. Um, I think they're just going to bring even more um inventive ideas to uh, the cruise line for sure um the uh the uh lighthouse point um super excited because castaway key is such a beloved private island of disney cruise line now to have a second one um i've heard eleuthera in the bahamas is one of the most beautiful islands um, I also heard um, from someone very high up in Disney Cruise Line not too long ago that the island was, they're very, very, this particular island um, would not have given permission to build to any other cruise line in Disney. Wow. Um, so that kind of speaks a lot as well. Um, so I'm super excited. Um, I actually am booked on the June 6th sailing for the preview of Lighthouse Point. So I'm excited to take lots of pictures and video and share it with all of our viewers and listeners. Um, and, uh, and then of course, super excited about the treasure coming at the end of, uh, in, in about a year, a little over a year's time for yeah. the maiden voyage. It's true. It's, um, it's super, super exciting. super exciting. I think, you know, the Disney treasure for me is probably one of the most exciting, uh, stories, um, of 2024, if not the most exciting, just because, you know, we're getting our sixth now Disney cruise line ship. And on top of that, some of the experience and some of the offerings are sure to make people really freak out. I mean, people really lost their minds at the idea of the Haunted Mansion Lounge that is coming to the Disney Treasure. You have a Jungle Cruise Lounge coming to the Disney Treasure. You have a Coco Dining Experience coming. Um, you have a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea Lounge as well. Like, there's, there's very unique unique themed offerings, which I'm super excited for because one of the things- bringing the parks to, to the treasure. I love which has that. really never been done before, if you really think about it. It's true. Everything on the other ships has been, you know, especially like the Wish. It's it's about you know, Marvel. It's about Frozen. It's about um, you know um, Tiana, um, Star Wars. 
yeah all good stuff right but i feel like they're they're really kind of um you know they're bringing it there's an epcot themed uh you know suite on the treasure um i just feel like they're they're kind of marrying the the parks into this uh ship and i think that's going to be very very well received yeah no i i totally agree and i mean i just i love one of the things i love about disney cruise line um and i've talked about this previously they do a fantastic job at differentiating their ships and making them different obviously these ships have sister ships and things like that um this this is going to be the sister ship of the disney wish which is their previously newest ship um but what's so cool about disney cruise line is you're going to get a different experience on each ship you know which i really love and i know other cruise lines do that but what i mean is what's cool about the walt disney world theme parks you know you're walking into animal kingdom and you're excited for the next day at epcot because it's a totally different park with totally different offerings and same thing with hollywood studios or magic kingdom oftentimes with locals who live around walt disney world they'll go oh i'd love to go to hollywood studios this week because we haven't been there in a while and we've done the other parks much more recently that's totally fair. I mean, right? You you miss the things you haven't done in a while. Well, this concept they brought onto Disney Cruise Line in such a fantastic way with the idea of like, okay, you got to go on this ship because it has this lounge and that lounge doesn't exist on any of the other ships or this restaurant doesn't exist on any of the other ships. I think that's awesome, Alyssa, personally, because it just makes guests want to experience like all the ships. Well, you have to remember also when some when they refer to a ship as a sister ship, that's just the footprint. Yeah. That's all that is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there are maybe some similarities. Obviously, there's going to be the worlds of Marvel on both, um, 1923 on both. But it's really just referring to the footprint. Like, the dream and the fantasy have a similar footprint. Um, the, the wish and the dream are going to have a similar footprint where, for example, the hyperspace lounge is now going to be a Haunted Mansion lounge. Um, but the experience is going to be completely different. So, you know, we're, we're excited. Mickey Travels has booked many, many families in, in early 2025. We can book it through May of 2025 at this point. And we've booked many families um, on those sailings uh, for the first six months of 2025. So we're excited. Yeah, and, and I'm just so excited to see people's general reactions. Of course, we'll have plenty of coverage for that. But switching over to the parks... Um, you know, obviously we have a few hotels and towers and things like that happening. Um, for example, the Disney's Polynesian DVC tower is scheduled to open, um, in 2024, whether that happens, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I just don't know. Sometimes dates change. So we'll see, of course, but it is, uh, looking to open, um, Pixar place, um, and that entire new, you know, tower and and uh and resort and and all that is uh going to open actually fairly soon out in disneyland end um, of january end of january so that's exciting um i i think it's a very smart move i understand people you know might might be upset about it but i think it's a smart move because you know pixar has so many powerful properties and and they're marketing to kids and it's a, it's a great idea um another few quick things i wanted to mention communicore hall and Communicore Plaza are both opening um, after the, uh, you know, sort of new pavilions and everything. And this will mark the end of the construction at Epcot, which is personally very exciting to me because 
the amount of cranes and walls and jokes about Walcott and everything over the past however many years it's it's been it's been crazy and and so it's it's going to be kind of nice to just like go to Epcot and it'll be done you know um and do I think some of the things that previously were announced like a spaceship earth refurbishment or Mary Poppins attractions, some of these things that they first announced that have since been gone away. Do I think those could potentially come back and, and resurface? Sure, I, I do. I, I think it's very possible that more things get added to Epcot down the road. But I think Disney is going to be like, look, we just put the past five years or so into Epcot. Here you go. We're going to switch gears to other parks like Animal Kingdom, for example, which I think will be its next big project. But um, so it kind of exciting news that Epcot is reaching towards the end of its, you know, complete uh, overhaul. And wherever you feel, um, I know there's strong opinions on Epcot and I miss the old Epcot and I don't like the new Epcot and all that. Um, I think most people will agree it's just going to be nice that it's done, you know, and it's no longer going to be worked on. Uh, would you agree with that, Alyssa? I would. Um, you know, like you said about the walls, I actually became like almost dependent on them. Yeah. I, like I said, they they helped me navigate around where I was going. Yeah. Um, I don't miss them for sure. And once Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza are open, those walls come down. It's going to be great. It's just going to open it all back up. Um, everybody mm. likes to see a park that's open, um, even though there's constant construction, you know, everywhere. That's just to yeah. be, you know, be expected. Um, yes, I think people are very excited. Um, Epcot is a beloved theme park. Um, you know, it used to be years ago, oh, it's only for adults. No, it's not. Yeah. It's for everybody. Just like Animal Kingdom used to be known as the half-day theme park. No, it's not. So, you know. You, you you take things with a grain of salt with what people say, and then you make your own decisions. And I yeah. hope those decisions are that each of the theme parks has something for people of all ages um, at all at all times. I agree. Um, and I think overall, the majority, the vast majority of the additions, um, you know, that have come to Epcot were both necessary and also really, really well done, you know. Um, I, I mean, for example, we gained one of the best attractions in the world in Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, without a doubt, one of the coolest attractions you'll ever go on. Um, we gained a beautiful expansion over in France with a very fun kids ride. Again, an addition that did not subtract anything previously. Very important for kids to get another kids ride over at that park specifically too. Um, we gained a lot of things over this entire expansion at Epcot, and I think it's just wonderful that we're sort of get towards the end of it. Um, the last main thing, and there's other things that will be happening, by the way, in 2024, guys. So I understand I might have missed a few things. I understand I might have missed a few things in the 2023 recap. I was more so trying to recap the the bigger stories of 2023 and also the bigger things coming in 2024. But the interesting thing about Disney news, guys, is that... It just drops sometimes when you least expect it. We could wake up tomorrow and be like, hey, uh, new, I don't know, uh, goofy attraction happening over here that you never heard of. Like, and, and it would have zero warning. It'll just, here's an article. So that happens all the time in the Disney blogging world. And we can only really cover what's at least been announced for 2024. But I have a theory there's going to be a lot coming in 2024 and beyond that we have no idea about. Well, so. remember, 
we know for a fact that Disney has $60 billion to spend. Now, that's not just the parks. That's the cruise line. That's the guided tours. Um, but $60 billion is a lot of money. Yeah. And that, who knows what that is going to look like. But they're going to spend it to make sure that the guest experience is magnified. Yeah. I, I personally have high hopes for the next D23 Expo because um, after the conclusion of Epcot's fully opening up and being basically constructed, they've also put a lot of time into Hollywood Studios over the last five years. And then you have Tron that opened up. I'm very curious to see where they go next. Obviously, most of those rumors are swirling towards Animal Kingdom. Hmm, what's behind um, Big Thunder Mountain? Exactly. But we don't know what's behind there. It could be anything. Um, they're, they're still thinking about it, but either way, we do know to end today's episode of a new attraction coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2024. And that's Tiana's Bayou Adventure. The construction has really been coming along in Walt Disney World specifically. Um, it feels like there's more and more greenery and, uh, updates added over there daily. It's been impressive. Um, how fast they're actually building that. So good job, Disney. After all these people who say they're slow at building things, they're, they're doing a pretty good job right now with that construction. Um, and I am very excited for that to open, Alyssa. Not only is it going to be great to have that water ride back in the Magic Kingdom, um, but it's a great family, you know, sort of uh, film and attraction. And, and one thing I mentioned on our 2024 episode that I hosted alongside David Mumpower is Disney Imagineering has really given all the tools to make this such a fantastic attraction. And the reason I say that is because Princess and the Frog has, in my opinion, one of the greatest soundtracks of all the Disney animated films. I mean, top to bottom, so many fantastic songs that they can utilize. The characters are wonderful. It's one of the final hand-drawn animated films, so a lot of people have love for the animation style. The message of that film is beautiful as well. The idea of working hard to get to your dreams and everything like that. It's it's They have all these keys to make a perfect attraction, and I think it's going to fit really well. I think it's going to be a huge hit when it does open up. Um, so, so yeah, it's obviously very exciting. Absolutely. Can't wait. Super excited. And it's going to be on, on both coasts. Yeah, both coasts. Uh, and so it's, it's always fun to get a new attraction. And, and I think that's going to be uh, a big story, obviously, when that does come. Um, so either way, we hope all of our viewers and listeners enjoyed today's episode. We just wanted to sort of go through all the bigger stories that dropped throughout the year at 2023. We wanted to, of course, as we did at the beginning of the episode, thank all of you guys for all of your constant support of not just the podcast, but the blog in general, all the followers we have on our social medias that have continued to grow over the years. Truly, truly, as Alyssa said earlier, we could not do what we do without all of you guys. So we're very grateful. And, um, and, and that uh, just could not be said enough, I guess, uh, from either one of us. Um, and we look forward to a very big year in 2024, not just for the Disney parks, the Disney Cruise Line, and, you know, Disney in general, but also for Mickey Blog, because we have lots of exciting things coming up uh, for the blog, for the uh, agency over at Mickey Travels, and just lots of exciting things coming your way. So please do Stay stick tuned. around. Stay tuned. Yeah, 2024 is going to be and a big year. Thank you guys year. for everything in 2023. And, you know, stick around. Um, 
you know, we're here for the ride. We're here to take you along and we thank you for your support and your care. And, um, like, it's like Jared said, we couldn't do it without you. So we're, we're just excited to take you guys along on what 2024 is going to you know, show us all and we're here for it. And we're going to make sure that you guys have a front row seat. Couldn't agree more. It's going to be, it's going to be a fantastic year. And as always, if you want to continue to support Mickey blog, please head over to our website um, where you can stay up to date with all things Disney. We cover all things Disney 365 days a year. So head over to MickeyBlog.com to get all the latest and you can support the podcast specifically by subscribing and leaving a good review, telling your friends and family, sharing it with people on social media. It helps grow the podcast and gives us more opportunity to share the Disney news and share Disney tips and tricks with more fans out there. We really appreciate it. You can watch each episode. I always like to say, if you want to see Alyssa roll her eyes at me in person, <laughs> you can watch the podcast over on YouTube where every single episode is in video format. Hello to those watching in video. But uh, every episode is also in audio as well, wherever you're getting your podcast. So tune in next Friday for another episode. As always, the Mickey Bog Podcast drops new episodes every single Friday. So we hope to see you in the next episode. And we cannot wait to talk to you guys once again next week. So we hope you have a magical rest of your day. Thanks so much for supporting us. And, and a have very, a good one. very happy new year. Exactly. Have a happy new year. Make those lists. The New Year's resolutions, write them down, uh, convince yourself that you're going to do them because, you know, I, I know how these resolutions go. All right. And and earlier I put Alyssa on the hot seat about her resolution, uh, but but we both have the same resolution, which is to continue to hopefully bring as much magic and joy as we can uh, to all of you out there. Uh, so thank you so much for all your support. What a wonderful year. Here's to a great year in 2024. Have a good one.